If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Okay, ready to uh, get into week uh, four here of spring ball, two weeks to go um, this week, and obviously culminating next week with the spring game. And so that gives us uh, four practices, a scrimmage in the spring game uh, left. And uh, you know, so far, very good work, a lot of progress. Um just uh, got to keep uh, taking steps forward with each practice and and uh, see where we're at at the end of this whole thing. And then we'll get uh, get ready for the next phase, which would be uh, summer conditioning. So that's where we're at. Questions? Hey, coaches, you mentioned over 120 players for this spring ball. Has it been as hectic to manage those numbers as you thought or more simple? I'm, you know, you still have to be within your 20 hours, which we, which we are. But, but uh, more up, more reps on the field for, uh, you know, for the excess of guys, and and uh, it seems to have worked out very well. Now, the uh, you know, there's a lot of the vets that uh, are, you know, have played a lot of good football for us, have not gotten as many reps as as the younger guys. But that's by design, and that's pretty much the case every spring. You you got a handful of guys that have that have uh, played a lot of football for you that just don't need the the, the amount of reps that uh, some of the Denver guys do. So it's been about the same dose. We just have more reps to, to go around because of the, the more uh, bigger volume of numbers. Kyle, how, how's that move been with uh, Kane Savage and Ben Renfro moving over to wide receiver during spring ball? Is that looking like something that is going to stick or you still want to see how, how that goes for the next couple of weeks? The latter. We'll, we'll continue that uh, throughout the remainder of spring ball, then make a decision. Uh, Ben's been unable to practice for a couple weeks now with a minor injury, and so his his progress has been slowed. But but Kane has been out there every day and and uh, actually had a visit with Kane uh, right in the middle of spring ball, about the two and a half week mark, and and checked in and saw, you know see how things were going with him. And he was eager to to continue down the path and and stay at wide receiver at least through spring. So so those two guys will be uh, finishing up spring ball at wide receiver. And again, Ben should be back this week. Uh, like I said, he's missed f- uh, three or four or five practices, uh, but he should be back this week. Hey, Kyle, um, I know it's about a week away or more, actually, um, but how's it going to feel, you know, to have fans back in the stadium for the first time at the spring game? Well, it'll be great. And, uh, we're anticipating 6,500. And so... Uh, not everyone will get to go. Typically, we get about 10,000 for the spring game. But uh, it's a step in the right direction. And uh, just hoping that uh, we're at full capacity in the fall. That may be a little optimistic, but that's that's what we're hoping for. Good morning, Coach. How are you? Morning, Cole. Good. I'm just wondering, um, how would you describe uh, Brant Keithy's talent and contributions to the team? 
Uh, first of all, he's an extremely talented young man. He's not, uh, he's more of a hybrid than he is a tight end. He's, he doesn't have the, uh, prototypical tight end size and we're six, two and a half, about 230 pounds. And so more of an H back, uh, actually played running back in high school. So that, that was his background when he got to the program was, was as a running back, but, uh, extremely talented, uh, Catches the ball exceptionally well, runs great routes, elusive in the open field, as you've seen many times over the last couple of years. And he's a big weapon for us. And and uh, he hasn't been practicing much as of late. He's got a little ailment going on that that shouldn't be uh, an issue long term, but but uh, hasn't had a lot of work this spring. He was out early in spring uh, for practice and then uh, has been shut down for a while. So so he hasn't been uh, a part of what we're doing, but but uh, he'll be a big part of what we're doing this fall. Uh, Kyle, I know it's been a while, but uh, what do you remember about recruiting uh, Britton Covey? Britton Covey, um, first of all, it was a projection. He was a quarterback in high school and a very good quarterback. And uh, we knew that that wasn't going to be his uh, his uh, position in college, but thought he could be an outstanding receiver. And uh, you know, I've known the Covey family for literally 45 years. You know, we've been uh, – Grew up in the same neighborhood and, and uh, knew Britt's grandfather very well and, and of course, Britt's dad. And so it's been a relationship for, for many, many years. But uh, we uh, I, we just had a belief in Britt that, that he could play uh, Division One football as a wide receiver and uh, even more certain that he could be a returner. He was such a terrific returner. And so it was a uh, uh, just a typical recruiting process, although – uh, he didn't have, I didn't think he had nearly as many, uh, people interested in him as he should have. I thought, I think they discounted him because of his size, a lot of the, the schools and, and, uh, shouldn't have because he's, uh, he's a playmaker and we're excited to have him on our team for the and last the, 12 years. And to follow up with that, um, has recruiting kids from Utah County changed in the time that you've been at Utah? And if so, how? It sure has, uh, used to be pretty much a fence around Utah County and you, and you couldn't get in on those guys. And now uh, we've had a lot of success with, with players from Utah County coming up here and, and uh, making the transition. And, and uh, if you go back through the years, there's been uh, so many guys that have played good football for us. I think it started out with the Christensen brothers uh, way back when Kimball and Howard Christensen made the move. They were, they were guys that, uh, typically would have been locks to stay in Provo and play, but, but, uh, they came up here and, and, uh, there's a lot of guys that have followed suit and followed in their footsteps. And, you know, I don't have a list in front of me, but I'm going to tell you, there's been a lot of players from, from down there that, uh, been very successful up here. Yeah. Kyle, you've mentioned several times, um, that you're obviously going to need to go into maybe the transfer portal or some other means to get to, uh, wide receivers in the, in the off season, you know, with, with spring football and being able to see what you've, you've got there, you know, has, has any of your, your, uh, decisions changed in terms of like the types of players that you're going to recruit or is anything that way, or, or is it just more adding depth to be able to make sure that you have enough to go and fall? Well, I think it's adding the best players that are, that are available and it may not be players. It may just be one, uh, but, uh, one for certain we need and, and two, would probably be the optimal number. It could creep to three, but I, I doubt that that would be the absolute uh, ceiling on that. But uh, we just need to find the, the most productive playmakers that we can find. And it doesn't necessarily have to be an inside guy or an outside guy, uh, just production. 
and uh, that's that's the uh, you know, what we're doing now, and and uh, we feel like we've got uh, a good handle on it, and got some really good prospects, and there's going to be more. Like like we all know, after spring ball, I think there's going to be a, another influx of uh, players into the portal, but but uh, we'll come away with uh, a guy or two that will help us, and that's that's. Uh, you know, that's already ongoing, that, that process and that search. Following up real quick on that, how do you feel like in these these few weeks that you've had that the players have been how, – how receptive do you think they've been to Chad Bumpus and kind of the, the message that he's able to provide while also allowing these guys to to improve in their games? Very receptive. A lot of, a lot of positive feedback. And, and uh, you know, sometimes the change is good and, and uh, just, you know, a new face and a new voice and – and I think uh, that's been the case with us, and it's nothing against uh, pass receiver coaches or Coach Holiday. They've all been outstanding, but but I think Chad has been very well received by our players, as well as Charlie Brewer. You know that's important. That's an important thing that you, you, know, you bring a new quarterback in, compete for that starting job. He's got a fit as well, and Charlie so far has been an outstanding fit. Well, Coach, you kind of answered my question. I was going to say I really aren't – I'm not interested in a name. Just curious if there is a quarterback that is really separating themselves through the spring through four weeks. Charlie Brewer, hands down. He's, he's uh, been uh, everything we hoped he'd be to this point. Uh, you know, he's, uh, he's a proven bet. I mean, he's, uh, he's got a lot of experience under his belt. At the Power Five level, he's thrown for a ton of yards and won a bunch of games, and so that's what we expected. And so far, he's been exactly what we had expected. And and uh, as he continues to digest and assimilate the offense, he gets better and better. And it's going to be a, a great battle between him and Cam this fall because they're two outstanding quarterbacks. Coach, 